The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Right now, though, I want to come back to a story we've been covering this week, which is the claims from the Irish examiners, Daniel McConnell, that Dublin really is a dirty old town. Take a little listen. You see hollowed out streets, you see pavements, as I said, are absolutely just manky. And what was really disappointing, Kieran, was that in 2020, when we were told to embrace outdoor living, you know, through COVID-19, you know, the system and the city were not able to cope with it. And the solution from Dublin City Council was not to put more resources on the street, but was to close public plazas, like closing off Portobello Plaza because they couldn't cope with the dirt on the, you know, in terms of the bins. That's just bonkers. And that legacy, I think, has continued. And what we're seeing is this kind of failure to just keep the city clean now. That was Daniel McConnell uh, here on the show on Monday. He wrote a piece about this for the Irish Examiner. The overwhelming majority of texters to the show agree that Dublin is a dirty, dirty place. But Martin Hart is the CEO of the Temple Bar Company. Martin, defend your fair city. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, what would you expect from a Cork paper? But I think it's, it's a national, <laughs> national paper now, you know. So, uh, yeah, look, come on. Uh, no, I, I totally disagree. Uh, I spent the last three or four weeks actually touring around Europe with my family from various cities in uh, Amsterdam to Paris to Nantes to Bordeaux. And if you want to really see a dirty city, go there. Uh, <laughs> there are some seriously dirty cities. In fact, that was one of the comments that we kept saying over and over again. Going, oh, my God, isn't Dublin so much cleaner than, than these other cities. I mean, have you been to Amsterdam recently? It's covered in litter. The smell of urine is knocking down uh, around the Anne Frank Museum and that area. It's Look, I think what we do, there's a kind of a sense of, I don't know, begrudging when it comes to Dublin. And this happens every every summer. People say, oh, Dublin is dirty. You get a week of fine weather or two weeks of fine weather and everyone's up in arms. Not everybody, just the people who like complaining about these things. And it becomes a story, and it's a non-story. Dublin is not a dirty city uh, I, in terms of the city centre. It definitely is. Yeah, there were issues last year when it reopened. But, you know, there, there were issues this year, not in Dublin city, but in airports. You know, COVID caught a lot of people off guard. Mm. Uh, it, you know, it's, it's, it was an abnormal time. I think, in fairness, the council did very well in taking it back and putting it back together. They have a really good cleaning plan within the city. Yeah, everything can be cleaner. Uh, you know, that's... that's Everything can be nicer and bigger, and everything can be everything can be better. But I certainly don't think it's bad. Yeah, no. In uh, fairness, and like really, D- Danny and, and Alice Leahy was on as well, and Alice has been living in Dublin for about six decades, and, and neither of them, I, I, I don't think, are fantasists. They both accept it. Listen, it's a big capital city. It's the guts of a million people living in and around it. There's going to be dirty parts of it. It's never going to be pristine all the time. But both of them, and Alice, like I say, is looking at this kind of over a sixty-year span. I think it's kind of gotten dirtier in the last few years. Definitely not. Uh, I'm here 25 years in the city centre, and I think cleansing is one of the things that I'm most obsessed about. We have six or eight guys every day at the Grand Temple Bar providing additional cleaning services. And we'd we'd work with the city council and and genuinely know what the problems are. But there are problems. There are problems. And yeah, there are probably certain parts of the city, not the core city centre, but certain parts of the city that that potentially could do with greater services. Uh, But the city centre area, the kind of main area that people would identify as Dublin City, Temple Bar, Grafton Street, Henry Street, you know, College Green, Trinity College, Dublin Castle, they're they're very clean. I I disagree that they're dirty. You know, know, other than what you you see in other cities, and cities have lots of people in them, and lots of people, you know, tend to leave their their mark behind them. And and I think, you know, that's people, generally the city is, is, is cleaned up after. Again, go back, go to the other cities. I mean, if you haven't been or people are there or have been there, I'd love to hear their experiences other than, you know, potentially major tourism resorts. Mm. But real city centres. I mean, I was speaking to somebody only this afternoon who came back from London and they were appalled at how dirty it was. And again, their you know, comment was, you know, if this 
this wouldn't happen in Dublin. Um, so I, I do think we're being unfairly critical of Dublin. We need to stop this dirty old Dublin nonsense. <laughs> just because, you know, from time to time we see something we don't like. You have to kind of ju- judge it over the 365 days of the year. Uh, and I think, it, I think it's pretty clean. Yeah, there are times it can be better. But I, I actually am going to put my neck out and say, of the four cities that I've been in in the last three weeks, Dublin is definitely one of the cleanest, oh, without wow. a shadow of a doubt. All right, okay. You don't see piles of litter. You know, you don't see piles of bags in the city centre, uh, you know, overflowing with seagulls ripping them. Not piles. You might see one or two, and they're dealt with. But I, I've seen that in other cities. So I just think this is, you know, the usual, let's talk about Dublin. It's the summer. You know, the sun is out. We're out. You know, we've been stuck in, in our houses for the last six months working from home. We come into the city centre, we see something we don't like, and it's a story. It's not, well, not. Uh, let me ask you then, Martin, like, uh, if, if we accept your treatise that Dublin is the cleanest of all of these cities that you've visited, I, I, think I, it, I, I doubt you would argue, though, it's that it's, not, it's perfect. So what, what would you improve? No, would you never. like to see more bins, more public toilets, more power washing of the streets? If there was something you could do to give it a little, a, a little spruce up, what would it be? Yeah, I think the whole idea of public toilets is really, really important. It's probably the one thing that we're weakest on in, in the city. Um, you look, it, um, you know, public toilets, you know, you're coming in with your kids, if you're in with your, your elderly parents, if you're in with your staff, you need to have a space where you can, you can go to the bathroom. Uh, and Dublin doesn't necessarily have that. And I think that would add. But also, look, we have to look at public responsibility. My office is based off Dame Street. I do see people having an old quick pee in the corner. And, you know, they're not homeless people or they're not drug users. I see plenty of Uber uh, drivers and uh, delivery people, you know, going around the corner to, to relieve themselves. And I think that's a kind of an issue of public responsibility. You know, maybe don't pee in the city. Uh, you don't have to. Maybe it's a higher level of, uh, you know, self-control uh, and mm, self-responsibility. A bit of civic pride, maybe. A little bit of civic pride. Don't throw your rubbish on the street. Don't chuck your coffee out. Don't expect somebody else to clean up after you as well. I think... There's a lot of ways of dealing with this and blaming the city is lazy and facile and nonsense. Well, well, Willie White is with us as well. He's the artistic director for the Dublin Theatre Festival. Uh, Willie, as soon as we started talking about Dublin on the show, kind of people were pitching in with with various complaints and they weren't all about cleanliness. One was about kind of availability of things to do in Dublin. I mean, you, you, I'm sure, will defend Dublin on that front. Absolutely. Well, I'm a culture living in Dublin for more than three decades, and I love Dublin. I've worked in Dublin too for about 20 years, and I've lived in Dublin 7 for 14 years maybe. Dublin's a city that gets heavy use, and on a day like today, what do we want to do? We want to go to Phoenix Park, we want to go to Seaside, we want to sit by the canal, and people will maybe be drinking cans, maybe be eating takeaway food. What's the response to that? We have to rely on the litter infrastructure that's there already. Are we just waiting for news where there's a baleful picture of a whole lot of cans piled up by, you know, a lock in Portobello? So I think, no, Dublin is great. And there's loads of, Dublin itself is a thing to do. Um, it's a fantastic, it's a small, mostly walkable city centre. It's fairly flat, it doesn't rain that much. You've got the mountains close by, you've got the sea all the way along the coast. It takes my breath away when I'm cycling out the 40 foot in the morning. And of course, yeah, I mean, we're involved in the theatre festival, which happens in September and October, the Fringe before us, the Abbey, and all of those city centre activities that are now recovering after having to close for so long during the pandemic. So, I mean, Dublin is absolutely not without its problems. I live very close to Blessington Street, which is regularly cited as one of the dirtiest streets in Dublin. Mm. Um, When I'm cycling out in the morning, I see seagulls and jackdaws ripping the bags apart. That's a problem as well about um, rubbish collection being privatised. And if you go to, I'm not going to slag off any other cities, but if you go to continental cities, let's say in Spain, Spain, there's collective rubbish collection. You put it in a chute and it goes into a bin underground that's taken away. So... 
There certainly are things that can be done to improve the infrastructure. Public toilets are tricky. I recall the city council's facility up there on um, off Cable Street, I think it was costing seven quid a week, which was deemed to be too expensive. We had been relying on, on restaurants and shopping centres and so on. They were all closed, obviously, during the pandemic, so the city council stepped in. But we do need to kind of think about what amenities are required and how those amenities can be dynamic according to the use that the city yeah. is getting. If there's so much to do then, I want you to imagine the, the French or Spanish or Dutch equivalent of Martin Hart, who was just on this series of city breaks, and they were coming to Dublin, William. They said, listen, what do we do? We're there for 48 hours. What do you recommend? Well, what, what's the itinerary you give them? Oh. Well, what I always do is I bring people to Mulligans. Um, if Depending on the weather and the time of year, I bring them out to 40 foot for a swim, talking about James Joyce, bring them up the tower if it's open, go and have fish and chips and bed. All of the usual things, try and keep them, you know, depending on and bringing the traditional music up in the cobblestones. That would be like, just off the top of my head, those would be some of the things. that. And also just to meet Dublin people. Uh, Dublin, I think, is, is a resilient city. It's a welcoming city. It's changed a lot and fairly smoothly. Um, the real issue with Dublin, and back to your, as you're coming into this item, is housing. I mean, I'm lucky that I'm, I may have a mortgage, but there's so many people who can no longer um, afford to live in Dublin. And even well-paid people can't find somewhere to rent. So that's a problem that needs to be addressed. But if that can be addressed, and if we take care of Dublin in the meantime, absolutely, it'll continue to be a fantastic city. All right. Uh, it's listen- character. But it, it certainly is character. I think even the people uh, denigrating it would uh, suggest it is character. They might not like the character, but it certainly has it. Willie, pleasure, and thanks a million for taking the time. Willie White is artistic director with the Dublin Theatre Festival, and Martin Hart uh, is the CEO of the Temple Bar Company. A lot of people uh, continue to get in touch. Well, about Dublin and and whether it is a, a grimy city or not. Uh, others uh, getting in touch, suggesting their favourite beaches. We're going to be talking. Uh, in a, just a few minutes' time to somebody from Ackle Island because Ken Beach on Ackle has been voted the best spot for swimming anywhere in Ireland or the UK. But this listener, having none of it, Bunowen Beach, Ballycanely, Connemara, an incredible beach, clear blue skis. You've got skis, seas. You've got Bunowen Pier, the Kelp House, and the Coast Guard Station, all creating an idyllic backdrop. Have you another suggestion? If you do, let me know. Five three one zero six. Like I say, that's coming up in just a couple of minutes' time. Don't go anywhere. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.